always the bj very special guest with us today um i thank everybody for joining us i got miguel aka known as dead man how you doing sir i'm doing just fine how are you doing fellow podcaster um fellow video guy i I can say likes he likes the creative aspect of it um what is the name of the the podcast it's vtn network correct vt network vt network videotainment network yeah videotainment yeah well that's what that no, we figured nobody was going to get that so we just like vt network how long did it take to find a name that wasn't taken in the podcast world these days yeah, honestly uh in the podcast world n- not that long like that that, that, that we actually came uh we actually went to youtube first because like, i was actually listening to our greatest hits because i was like i need to laugh tonight so i was like listening to all the shenanigans we got into and I remember talking about it months and months ago on Smugcast. And I was like, we're going to be making a YouTube channel. We're going to be making a YouTube channel, a YouTube channel. Then uh, we went to YouTube and started searching for the name that we were we, we picked was VT Network. And everybody and their mother had a version of VT Network. So then uh, then uh, a whole bunch of scheduling stuff fell apart. And, we were, and then uh, we, started getting, we started getting the logistics together of trying to make videos. And... Uh, for the style of videos we wanted to make, uh, especially since my brother uh, DJ's in Texas and I'm here in Indiana, like it was just not not going to be. I don't. I don't want to say impossible, but it wasn't going to be. Re- it wasn't going to be easy enough for us to be able to put up periodic stuff. And I was like, I love doing podcasts. I I, I love uh, I love hanging out in the vibe and everything. And so I, I told my brother, I was like, let's do a podcast instead. And that way we can we can be uh, we can be completely unfiltered. We don't have to worry about monetization. We don't have to worry about censors. We don't have to worry about YouTube coming down on us for saying certain words or playing certain things or playing certain. That that was actually what got me the most was uh, like we wanted to we wanted to play uh, like movie bits and comment over them and stuff like that. And YouTube has gone absolutely nuts with uh, the demonetization, which is why I don't do videos anymore. Because there's a thing on there now. If you catch like a clip from something. And and you see a lot of people say I don't own the rights to this, and it's not for it's not monetized. Which means if you put that in there and you're proving you're not monetizing it, then I think it's okay, isn't it? Because I know YouTube's changed a lot. We used to upload the shows to YouTube, um, even the um, the like we'd upload the audio, but we'd also upload the video if we did if we recorded the video of it. But it's almost like if you're not doing video every day. It's very hard to grow. Or you're doing two or three of the same show a week and keep putting it out and growing it. Is that, I never, I remember talking to AP and I was just like, I don't see why someone would want to listen to this on YouTube. Now, if there's video and you can see the people, I get it. Yeah. But just the audio is kind of weird to me because there's a lot of people that just put out audio on there because you can, you're depending on your hosting site, you can just, you just put it up that way. Well, a lot of it has to do with, uh, 
well, one logistics of distribution, uh, like for instance, if you have any kind of controversial subjects, like uh, the podcast I brought up earlier, like the Drunken Peasants, those guys broadcast on YouTube, and then they, they release the audio to iTunes and all the other stuff. So what they do is they do it backwards. They, they do the video and then release the audio so that the logistics are completely flipped on its head. And, uh, you know, if, if you're not doing, uh, if you, yeah, but you're right though. You, you are correct. If you're not doing videos almost every day or three, four or five times a week, you're not going to grow. The algorithm isn't going to push you. And now they just released, uh, somebody did a video on 15,000 words that are banned by YouTube. You cannot get monetized if the, well, the words are in your video or in your title. Isn't there another video site? I mean, now that's kind of growing a little bit because I know that, um, one of the guy, I think TC was talking about. There's another where you can upload your videos where it's not as censored. I can't think of the name of it. He said it before. Uh, Vimeo. No, no, not that one because we used that one before. That's one. That's <laughs> that's one that people used before. And then the other one was um, Gabber. <laughs> oh wait, Twitch is another one. Uh, Twitch, Twitch is uh, Twitch is kind of also gone, kind of insane. Uh, because Twitch has grown because Twitch was based off. There was a lot of people that were playing games on YouTube and they got upset about YouTube the way they did. And then Twitch came along and then it's, you know, it's kind of like a watch. It was a watch along. We use Twitch a little bit because that's how you, it's another just social media site where it'll show up the videos. And then I think what happened was TikTok took off too. And then that's kind of a younger generation thing that you see, which is, which is, um, help a lot of people grow and i've watched some of the videos and all they are is have you ever seen tiktok videos oh i love tiktok it's basically vine but a little bit longer correct it's vine yeah. a lot more high quality obviously since that, it's, a, yeah. it's a newer um because that's your what you want to do is grow a show or grow what you're doing but i i just feel like it, there's so many parameters that you have to follow and one of the reasons I think podcasts came so popular, and I'll ask you this, was because you didn't have the FCC interfering in it. Uh, very true. Yeah. Uh, these these companies remain privatized, and these distribution sites remain privatized. Is YouTube publicly traded? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that was a dumb question, but I know, I don't remember. I, it's been out for a while. I didn't know when their IPO uh, oh, came wow, out. Oh, a while ago. While ago, Cause some of their, I, I mean, because that's all their main thing is, in my opinion, is is get the investments. Uh, people own shares in a company, and then when it goes public or whatever, then that's when you know people make a lot of money off of. If you've ever, you know, uh, what is it? The Social Network. What's the movie? The Facebook movie. Yeah, The Social Network. Yeah. yeah. If you watch that, I mean, that's one of the biggest things. When the IPO comes out, you're like, wow. It's it's ridiculous, and uh, uh, a lot of people are complaining that this is one way that YouTube is being controlled is through the monetary interests. Well, there's a you know there's the board of directors. So, I mean, obviously, yeah. Well, Susie Wojcicki herself has has been caught on camera lying to her investors and to the creators, and it's and it's a bit ridiculous. And I, I've been making YouTube. I was making YouTube videos until I stopped a little while ago for for about almost ten years. Like when uh, when YouTube was first starting, and E three was starting to look at people to invite to E three. Uh, we started up a, a video game review channel, and uh, that that was starting to get some steam. And of course, uh, it it died because of uh, uh, personal issues within the studio we were trying to create, and uh, it sucked. But you know, like I kept going, and uh, I tried doing my own thing for a little while, and it, it's uh, it's it's just such a ridiculous market to try to break into. 
Yeah, and that's why I was looking at um, it. If you if YouTube were a stock, it would be worth $75 billion, says leading Google analyst. Google's YouTube worth at least $75 billion, leading tech analyst Victor Anthony. So that was back in 2017. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to look up what the actual stock, stock, um, stock price was. So, and it's right here, does YouTube make a profit? Alphabet doesn't disclose how much money YouTube is making. But RBC Capital analyst Mark Mahoney, love the name, estimates YouTube's name. revenue has reached $10 billion annually and has increased as much as 40% a year. The growth makes YouTube one of the strongest assets fundamentally on the internet today. That's from June 19th of this year. Yeah, no. Uh, $10 billion. $10 billion estimated. The reason Alphabet doesn't release it is because they do the same thing that GameStop does. You see, uh, when 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 you don't want to release your public figures, you uh, you uh, uh, compartmentalize them. You say, "Oh well, we're making money off of YouTube Red, so that can't be counted as our overall gross." But we're also making money off of these investors. We can't count that as our overall gross. We're also uh, making money off of these advertisers, so that's also not part of our overall gro uh, gross. So then when you sit there and go, well, what is your overall gross? Eh, well, you know, it's somewhere around uh, none of your business. <laughs> yeah, and that's, you know, um, and that's why I was looking up if it was actually publicly traded because one thing about being publicly traded, they have to have a report earnings. And um, that's why I was looking at right there because it was founded in 2005, so I was 25 years old. So yeah, I was living right down the road down there, and I just remember, uh, what I remember watching YouTube when it first came out. Um, I remember the first YouTube video I ever uploaded. Well, Google owns it. That's why. Yeah. So, and I forgot about that. They bought in 2016 for 1.65 billion dollars. Yeah. So it shows up as a subsidiary, and uh, instead of being, that's why they don't have to disclose how much they actually that, make. And that's what I just said. You know, they compartmentalize it. I came. I just just did just unreal. Just from videos on there, and now like YouTube uh, has basically turned. When you look at YouTube, it actually has. Um, what is you have Instagram, right? You know the yeah, Instagram yeah. stories. Now YouTube has stories. You can click on them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I I I've never clicked on one, but I saw it because before Facebook bought up a lot of stuff. I mean, they bought you know um, the Oculus Rift. They brought up uh, WhatsApp, uh, Vine. They bought Vine and shut Vine down. Uh, Instagram. They bought it. Did they buy Instagram officially now? Yep. Is that official? I didn't know about that. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, Facebook is trying yeah, to compete with. I think uh, it's a couple long, not too long ago, because the creators of Facebook actually, or Instagram, after they bought, they stayed on for a while and then they left. Wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, I mean,. I mean, because everything now is, and it's weird as I was watching this um, thing this morning um, um, about how even these apps that we trust are still tracking, and we're talking off there about third party, and it says yeah. we don't sell it, but there's also a thing in there that says we don't prevent it from happening, where someone can get your information. We don't sell it for profit, but still we can share it. Well, that uh, well, the the technicality behind that is that we don't sell your we don't sell your your information. But we sell the metrics. Because we want to see, so let's say, for example, McDonald's wants to know, like, okay, how many DoorDash from McDonald's is coming in, or they got to share with, and that's kind of, it might be a way around it. And that's yeah, that, that's a metric. See, they, they, they'll, they'll, they're not going to sell your, your, uh, 
your personal information, but they'll say uh, so-and-so that lives at this address and this address and this address, which are all within the same, like, five-mile radius. They order, uh, you know, this many uh, this many orders, and they'll say, oh, well, the average age around this area is this. So then where we can extrapolate a metric for what age groups order what from DoorDash and how often. Yeah, and there's just some, and that's the one thing about, you know, uh, some people won't, WhatsApp was really popular, and still was very popular, but there's there's um, even, I think, was it a Trump son? Was using what? No, Jared. Jared, his son-in-law, was using. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, then, Jared Kushner. And it's very in like they got some of his messages and and just the thing about how easy they can get into something. Yeah, because well, I mean, like personal personal stuff is is uh, you and I we're, we're no one. You know what I mean? Like anybody can look at our messages. Granted, they'll be disgusted, but they'll look at our messages and be like, ah, well, it's not really a matter of national security or whatever. But they get they get a hold of Trump Juniors or Trump, whatever. Like anybody that's uh, any any elected official, it's a bit more of an issue. Yeah, anybody that um, has anything that can be held against them, you know, or, yeah. or, or that that's a decision maker or whatever. And and I think that you know we've we've not made it any better for people that like we're aware enough to like hey we know what's what people can and can't do like we we've seen the stories we read but but somebody like my mother or someone like one, one of my aunts or something like that or even my kids um that are teenagers i don't think they understand what can happen you know um if you have a um like i have that where I could walk up, touch my phone, and then tap and pay. Yeah, I got that too. So, and I have that, but in the back of my mind is, and think about it, every time, like when when you use certain credit card machines, I actually know this, it's only picks up the last four. It actually will not pick up the whole card. Right. Theoretically. But then why do people, you know, they have a breach. Equifax had a breach. Yeah. Um, so the place is supposed to help you with your credit, give away all your credit information. <laughs> um it, but I think we, we just grow bigger and bigger because it's almost like well I, I, the prohibition. Way, like we stop alcohol, we banned it, and then all these guys figure out how to sell it. Like, hey, we're great at securing your stuff, but these other people are like, well, is it really secure? Let me see what I can do. Oh, I, I think uh, I, I, I think in a weird counterbalance to that, it's gotten a whole lot easier to get stuff off your credit and get stuff refunded to you than it has been like in the past. Like when we were growing up, like a credit card dispute would take months. It was like a, it was like you had to like uh, mail something in and fill out the survey and go to the store, get yep. a statement, make a police statement. Now, now on my, now on my phone, I, I can go through and click like, Hey, that shouldn't hit my charge. Click. Exactly. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, so I, I think it's, I think it's a weird counterbalance that it's, it's gotten, yeah, our, our stuff has gotten easier to steal, but it's also gotten easier to correct. You know what I mean? And I think it's the biggest thing is apps tracking you. Um, the, that's where they went through was doing this uh, 12 hours ago. Surprising ways phone apps are tracking you. There's a video on YouTube um, because a lot of it's about location services. And some companies now have certain apps that you have to use. Um, one's called T-Sheets. You have to have your location on. Yeah, we that way they know where you're at. That, yeah. uh, Paycom's another one. Yeah, um, that way some people can clock in and out on that, and so that way you'll be able to check where, check where you're at, especially if you drive a lot. And so, 
it it's weird how someone can know where you're at any given time just just think about it let's let's just bring it in the serious form click on google's maps and clicks the arrow and then it brings you like it says oh you're right here and just in my mind is like you know i'm 39 years old and i'm thinking wow that's still pretty cool um uh, i live in greenwood i've been seeing that car out like mapping everything it, oh, was, yeah, it wasn't yeah. a google car it was a different one i didn't catch the name of it but they, have the, yeah. they have the big camera spear spear on top well, uh, what, what was what was the movie? Uh, it was, I think it was an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where they had developed a satellite, and they were showing off how powerful it was. And the guy zoomed in and zoomed in and zoomed in to a guy to a, a woman that was topless on the beach. Remember that movie? Was it? Um, was it True Lies? I want to say it, it was True, True Lies. Lies. Came in the nineties, didn't it? Though, yeah. I mean, the technology's been out there, but I think that. Well, no, I'm just talking about like the, that that that, no. I, that concept was like so alien in well, like like 20 years ago it was like wow that's, that's super crazy and now it's like i have something on my phone that can tell me where i am immediately right now well we were talking about um back to the future too we were talking about that before the show started yeah and we we're thinking about when michael j fox jr walks in and, and he's like tv turn on weather channel turn on news turn on this this and this and we have alexa yeah, and we have we have uh, Siri too, which I always get nervous to say it because my phone's right here, and yep. <laughs> yeah. So and we have that now, but there's still it's it's always funny when you have people like from like maybe the sixties or seventies thinking, hey, by the time it's twenty twenty, we're gonna have you know flying cars and things like that, and and I don't think well, there's a guy that went over the English Channel, um, I think about a month ago on a flying apparatus was like a hoverboard but it was like 20 yeah 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 uh, it was a uh, uh, hang gliding yeah it was hang gliding yeah i, I heard about that on uh, penn sunday school uh yeah the, the, he was he's going for the like the guinness book of world records and mm-hmm. uh, like the, the longest one was like 500 miles or something like 300 miles and he's trying to go like five something because the other one that you can do in florida i've, n- I've never done it is that actually has a like a vacuum hose on it right a big hose that, that allows you to be up in the air you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, what that uh, jet jet something? Yeah. Jet streaming? Jet feet? Iron Man? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, being 30 feet in the air and then you know, yes, having water below you is great, but not a big fan of that's that's gonna hurt. Yeah, there's. I don't know, but I, I think we've made great advancements. But then you know, you drive the roads in Indianapolis and you're like, have we? Uh, yeah. Have we? <laughs> you know, I actually, I actually had this argument with my with my brother uh, Mustard on my podcast. Uh, he, he was talking about uh, a- Apple, like claiming they're doing new innovative things, and I'm like, no, they're not. They're not doing new innovative. They're not. They didn't claim that at all. It's new to them. Maybe they'll say that. But you know, he's like, oh well, Samsung did this years ago, and Samsung did this years ago, and Sam- and so I started. I was, I, I got, I got heated. I was like, yeah, okay, just because somebody else does it, nobody else can do it. Thanks to mustard, like nobody else can can make a telephoto lens. Think like, about four K. So f- yeah, so you're telling me if Philips developed four K that, nope. but I, but I like Samsung brand, nope, or if I like it. LG, can't do it. Yeah, no, it, it's 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 freaking ridiculous, and and I, and I tell them, and I, and I was yelling at them. I was like, I was like, you still drive a, a gas combustion car? Those have been around for over a hundred years. I'm like, why why aren't you driving a Tesla then? Why why aren't you leading the way? Why aren't you, you know what I mean? Like it's it's like it's like it's, it's this this whole dichotomy that 
one person did it or, or somebody else did it now we can't do it or it's new and innovative this way and now this costs more than think about think about all the soccer mom haircuts one person did <laughs> oh, it and we yeah. and no one else can do it oh uh, yeah no no i need to see your manager oh god excuse me just a second oh that, that sends chills down my spine I, my wife has short hair so yeah but your wife is cool yeah she don't ask for the manager no so i i just think technology i mean because look where we're at right now we're in a house with mics and we have the like before you'd have to be in a radio station yeah. or or be able to record it and and things like that so we've come a long way and, and done a lot of cool things because i love technology i always read cnn i think cnn is so cool um ai does scare me um that doesn't scare me well when you have two ais that can form their own language um I, we've we, we've had that before. I mean, we had a we had ASCII come from uh, binary, and that was almost well. I don't want to say it was almost accidental, but it mm -hmm. was like it was like a natural progression. And then from ASCII, we had other languages. We had like Cobalt was born, and then we had a uh, like the the first DOS systems were born. I mean, so like it, by, like it's a natural progression. Yeah, I mean, because um, I played Mad Twenty Twenty, and I remember playing Oregon Trail. <laughs> yeah yeah uh doom remember doom 95 mm -hmm. the original doom there, uh, there, um justin juice kelly he there's a new 16-bit arcade downtown i guess oh no um, he went to i i didn't obviously because i don't like to go places um or drink or drink or use drugs um really boring and i'm okay with that now no i'm good i'm, good I'm with there. the doctor and he's happy that i'm always boring <laughs> i asked him today uh, so i went to the doctor today and um lost 12 pounds oh, which is good yeah. and then got a shot because they think i might have tore my rotator even though i've already tore it on my left one um well you, you, matchy patchy man oh man that shoulder surgery is no joke i don't wish that upon anybody like i broke my foot and i'd rather break my foot than have shoulder surgery again yeah um but <laughs> we were joking and i was like um i was like four months i'll see you again i was like yeah cool and um and 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 he said is it the physical i was like yeah we're supposed to be doing the physical he's like um scheduling four months out make sure there's not a lot of physicals and i was just like uh, and i said well why does physicals wear you out <laughs> and he's like he about said something he's like i'm done with you and he just walked away my doctor's name is house h-o-w-s-e um he's been my doctor forever he's really he's a really really cool guy oh is his first name gregory uh david oh that close i know and then i because he's one of those guys that one time i stepped on a scale and it said like 390 pounds and i was like what <laughs> and it's because he had his foot on it behind it oh <laughs> and then so like today he's like wow you lost some weight that's great i was like how's your diet going he's like ah it's, it's uh getting there and his, his nurse um was in there and she started laughing so because it it was just weird and i was thinking about some of the science technology or doc the technology for medicine but yeah, yeah and i still feel like we're kind of archaic a little bit um when it comes to medicine well i mean like uh, i i love the i love the the tweet that said we have come so far in medicine and in life-saving techniques that now we have idiots denying their effectability because we are such we are such better uh, as, as a health standard than we were 100 and 120 years ago hell than we were 50 years ago that now we have morons that can actually sit here and say uh, vaccinations uh, they cause you know de demonic possession and they cause cars to crash into trees it's but, ridiculous but 
here's here's a, here's a counterpoint to that. I'm not talking about vaccines, right? Right. Not so so I was prescribed Zantac. Okay. It just got pulled off all the shelves. There's, there's a molecule in there that that causes cancer. That's uh, been causing. That's been known to cause cancer. It's a carcinogen. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, like nobody knew that. Right, so most of those are made in India and in China, and that's the same thing with the vape issue that was going on in the past. Oh, was no. because in the UFC fighters is because a lot of those places don't have the regulations we have here in the U.S., so they're making things in a bunch of big vats, not cleaning them properly. But that wasn't the case with these. So yeah, because um, if you go back and think about it, like there's other medicines that like you know we just had the Purdue pharmaceutical company get sued. Yeah, yeah, uh, for that. for pushing oxy on the people. And then he filed bankruptcy. Hmm. Wonder why. So, um, but but it's funny. It's because I feel like we're over medicated. No, um, we, we are definitely. That comes from somebody that used to take like 12, 14 pills a day. And now I take two, maybe three. I I don't take any. I mean, I think I take vitamin. I th- I'm supposed to take vitamin D, and I take um, an allergy pill, and then like. Um, this uh ibuprofen <clears throat> i get it from chicago it's for it helps with joints right, right. so i'm about to st- i have to take something else now because i 97 of my knees are both gone Ooh. so i have to take something else to try to um i could have got stem cell and then but they said it might not have took and then it's like a three thousand dollars a shot so three you get it like every three week, uh, once a week or yeah, whatever for, yeah, three yeah, weeks. Yeah, for three weeks i did another one i did an injection before that and uh it didn't take so like you know, having a needle, I'm not afraid of needles. They don't bother me. I, I, I got tattoos, and, and, and do they bother you? Oh, they! I hate needles. Then why, how do you get tattoos if you hate needles? Because uh, I don't see them. They're 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 in the gun, and uh, usually I'm more concentrated and worried about whether or not my tattoo artist is sober. That's like, hey, I hate flying, but I want to be a pilot. But, well, that's that's also kind of a thing. You know, that flying in a plane is very different from controlling the plane and having the, having the control in your hands. No, I, I know. I was supposed to. That was a bad analogy. <laughs> no, no, actually not. It brings me to the next point is because that's what I always think about is, is, but so you'd be okay with taking a needle and giving yourself a shot. Uh, I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, as long as I can control it. Yeah. Like I always want to watch. Uh, I don't know. No, no. Like today he hit a bone and I knew he did oh, and I know sold it. I just no. know sold it. Even though, because the no. first time I got a, a shot, a cortisone shot in my left shoulder, I fell off the table because oh. he hit the bone and I just, boom, and I fell on the table and someone was with me and they're just like, <laughs> because it was just oh, like, no. like I was, it was like getting hit with like a frying pan or getting shot. It was yeah, just yeah. meh, because they, because they get, they, you know, so I always, that's what I always worry about is that is, is how much technology is growing, but how much people are falling behind of the technology. Because, you know, it's kind of like, you know, if you look at the economic gap, you know, because they said, I think it's 80, 85% of Americans live check to check, if not almost pushing 90, right? Yeah. Uh, the last estimation that I read was like 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 three days ago. Yeah. So like three days ago, uh, it is up to 80, 85%. So 85% of the people live check to check, right? Yeah. But we still have a counterculture where we're like, okay, uh, I still don't have the newest, this newest thing over here, but we're still living check to check because, um, and then, but, but other sides of the technology that they're, they don't advance in. Right. Yeah. So like, Cars. Car, like, you know, and they'll go through and you, they're like, I don't know. I think there's a lot, we want to advance. So if you go to other cities that are like Indianapolis is what's called a B market, right? 
yeah so bigger markets get things broke before like they'll come out and they'll be out for a while before they get to indianapolis it's just it is what it is it's based off population we get it new york la chicago chicago miami uh, detroit uh no no one cares about detroit <laughs> have you been to detroit i have yeah yeah it's like everybody just left and it's because obviously uh same way with a there's an article just came out it was sent to me of like one of the worst cities to live in and anderson indiana is one of them Ooh. because gm closed and the whole town closed Ooh, basically so and, and i know well, yeah wasn't it wasn't it uh the, the three most miserable cities yes yes and anderson anderson was one of them yeah <laughs> i was i was like wow and i was like we got friends from there and i was just like oh i feel bad for him you got to make a few phone calls yeah. yeah but i mean but that's what happens when but the, and then that town's gonna fall behind right but Way behind yeah. but my my question is though is is that is that a bad thing to fall behind um i'm not talking about medically or anything like that no, obviously I'm, that'd be bad to fall behind and i'm just talking about like um it just sounds really cheesy but like picking being able to like do your own which is the dumbest thing ever pick picking your own food that kind of no stuff. like when you go to mcdonald's like they have one right across the street over oh, here yeah, and yeah, you yeah. put in your own order like i did it the other day and then i tapped my phone to pay for it and rb was over there and he's like i just want to change <laughs> he had to walk <laughs> it's funny as he walked up to the person to order and the person's just like can, can, can i help you i felt uh, but that's what i mean is like you know you're making your own order and then it's funny is because since i ordered from the self-service they brought my food to me i didn't even have to talk you know yeah. we're creating a society of not having to talk to people well i mean uh, that's that's what uh that's what uh that's been the dream hasn't it for since 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 stuff like back to the future my like, dream uh, yeah like uh, we don't have to interact we don't have to we don't have to talk we don't have to do anything remember I mean, there's there's an app for neighbors so you just post it on the app how you feel you don't yeah, even yeah. talk to uh, them uh, uh, what, 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 the, in Back to the Future 2, when he's like, oh, you got to use your hands? What is, oh, when he's playing the, duck, the, the, duck Hunt. The, you no, know, no, no, it was a Western shooter one. Oh, okay. But, you know, he's like, well, you got to use your hands as a game for babies. And then, like, he's sitting there ordering from Max Headroom and Ronald Reagan. Remember mm -hmm. that? Like, it, that, that's where that's where we've been wanting to go as a society for, that was 20, 30 years ago now? Uh yeah, I mean because it's I mean that was that was in um that was supposedly in 1985. It was 1985. The movie was based around. He went back to 1955. So right. Then the second one was was in 1987. I think it was. No, it was still 1985. No, no, no. The, the year it came out. Not, oh not it was yeah, based yeah, yeah, yeah. On. So think, it was 87. I think. I it think. Was. Mm, no, the first one came out in 87. Actually, I think. No, it was 86. Well, we did it. We did it because I, I remember we looked that up. But anyways, but right around that time is so, different. Yeah, that's so that, that's that's thirty years. That's thirty years we've been wanting to go with this technology that we don't want to interact with anybody. We don't want to order from anybody. Uh, that that's uh, look at Demolition Man. Remember Demolition Man? Yeah, Everything it was ahead of his time. Yeah, it really was ahead of his time. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's for another show though. Back to the Future was nineteen eighty five. Uh, Back to the Future Part Two was nineteen eighty nine. Oh wow, I was off. Well, was I remember eighty really nine was also the same year that Batman came out. Yeah, you're right. We talked about that. Yeah, how did I mess that up so badly? Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, so well, yeah, well, in nineteen eighty nine. That's still thirty years ago. Like that's still thirty years ago. Uh, nineteen ninety one, I think, was Demolition Man or ninety two. I think so, yeah. 91 or 92. Uh, yeah, because uh, cause it was supposed to be, LA was supposed to be on fire by 1996. 
But uh, yeah, even in, even in Demolition Man, like we had this very shut off culture that that we were supposed to be aspiring to, and now that it's happening. You know, you got all these people that are like, oh, well, neighbors used to talk to each other. People used to interact. And I'm like, dude, yeah, no, this has been the dream for 30 years. Don't try to don't try to change your mind now. I, I was watching um, Grant Cardone talk about like, like owning, like we were talking about this a little bit before, owning a house was created. It's, it was created by the banks. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, like, you know, a car can potentially be in an like he was talking about anything that needs to be an investment is something that pays you you back. That's an investment, right? right? And so, and it's one of those things is this created by the banks. It was back during what was it was during the fifties where they said, okay, you need to have a, uh, you go to work in a suit with a suitcase or briefcase. You stay at home, make cookies, take care of the kids. We've got the a dog new, and the cat. nuclear family, the nuclear family that was embedded in our head, right? Yeah. You know, when we had to, we knew the milkman, we knew we knew the um, the mailman, we knew the trash guys, we knew we knew communists were bad. So yeah, communists was bad, and we were taught that's how you're supposed to live. But who said that was the right way to live? That was based on uh, Christian values at the time, right? Um, in some yeah. some aspects, yeah, it's in a lot but of aspects. Then, but then what happened? The TV was created. Well, remember the radio parent people would sit around and in the fireplace, and then you see they listen to by the fire for radio, right? Yeah, yeah. So we've been making things to distract people a long time because they talk about like I remember when I was younger, we went outside and played. Okay, really, all the time you did? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm calling BS on that. Okay, like, when Nintendo came out, did you? 1985. I mean, uh, Atari, did you? Yeah, Atari, 19, okay. uh, 1982. Okay, was you not watching um, VHS? Was you not watching cable? Was you not watching this? Uh, 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 Betamaxes, yeah. uh, you know. I mean, I went outside a lot. I'm saying that, but we spent a lot of time playing, like, Coach K. Oh, yeah. Like, we played a lot of Sega, played Nintendo, Super NES. Like, we still went outside. My kids go outside all the time. I have two teenage boys, um, 16, and one's going to turn um, 15 in March. So they're both 12 when it comes to a buffet, though. What's that? They're both 12 yeah. when it comes to a buffet. <laughs> Dude, because I did that before. Because he was like he was like, like eight months older than the age. And like I was like, yeah, he's only blah, blah, blah. So we get like the kid's price on the buffet. Um, uh, I do that with my girlfriend all the time. Not my, not my finest moment. So, um, but we've 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 built a culture around distractions. And, and they act like this is something new. Yeah, no. Uh, the, the, uh there was a picture uh, uh, from a trolley in, in New York City when and it was in the 1930s, and it was a it was this whole it was it was right around this this reemergence uh, of the iPhone, like the iPhone I think it was around the iPhone 10, where it was like, oh well, people used to talk to each other. Now now everybody sits on their phone, and I'm like, somebody put out this photo of a, a car full of people. Yes, yeah, so I saw that. And reading the paper facing the paper mm -hmm. every single one of them and i'm like really really is this the hill you want to die on because the facts don't agree with you well and then they would you know i mean we'd always take our cars to the service people like if you go back and watch any griffith show or whatever it is they would go and then but then you get into shows like good times and married with children and um other shows and you realize like this this is more and roseanne was another great example roseanne and, is a perfect example and but you know, TGI Friday was created. Remember, 
like you know uh, full house and whatever else was on that channel and then uh, <laughs> must you know must see must tv see was TV, created yeah. and then you had <clears throat> and then you're like oh with you know the drive-ins you know you'd leave your house but you're still watching a hundred foot screen or whatever you yeah, know yeah. but you're like hell we're outside but we're watching it but you know it, it's it we still go to things that are i don't say they're distracting but something else is going on so you're not just going outside it's one thing you're like i go hiking every day okay great you're outside you're biking outside whatever you are that's fine you're 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 but don't don't say to me that you know like kids don't go outside my kids go outside all the time and play football on the street and do all that stuff. I mean, well, on top of that, it's like it's a hypocritical stance anyways. I go hiking every day, yeah, but you still have your iPhone with you with your AirPods. You're still listening to Sirius FM or you're listening to a podcast or you're listening to Spotify or you're listening to Apple Music. Mm-hmm. You're not out there enjoying music. Taking selfies, like, posting yeah, Instagram. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a complete hypocritical stance. We just landed in Puerto Rico. Snap. Snap, yeah instagram yeah it's but i just i just get tired of people saying is back in my day and i'm like these kids these days i'm like you guys are raising them you're right you're raising them yeah it's 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 uh like if my kids if my kids have issues then then i'm one raising them but i think also we expect kids just to be able to um i'm gonna tell the tell the story um colin right now is carrying like a 3.3 3.5 last year we didn't think he was gonna get out of eighth grade right Nothing changed. Nothing. Right. Except his school. He went from eighth grade to not to freshman year. Same kid. Same kid. They said he had H E A D, might need medicine. I said, Nope. So no. I'm not yeah. saying you don't need it. I get it. It's 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 an individual thing. But what I'm saying is though, is we want these kids we're preparing kids to basically be workers instead of actual students. Yeah, no. Here's your task, finish it. And then here's your here's your paycheck is your grade. Yeah, you have to work to get that. And yeah. so you're telling boys that they just need to sit there and whatever regurgitate whatever. So you're it is going through puberty. Your body's going through a huge change, and all of a sudden you're supposed to sit there in the same way with girls. Like you're supposed to be there and just be like, oh, I'm happy all the time, or boys be happy. And that's. But I think that <clears throat> we're back. I don't know. Like I, I feel like now our school system needs to needs to change because our school system is, is set up by the government. Well, the States pick what we learn. the state. I think individual States pick the curriculum, right? Uh, it, it, it really does depend. There are, there are government mandated, uh, things that must be taught there. There are things that must be taught, but then the state can change, add or, uh, diminish the amount of which they're taught. Which is why we have places like uh, Florida and Alabama that have uh, uh, religion classes, and then we have uh, this this uh, this other stuff starting up in Montana, and uh, and uh, I, I think Wyoming that that are going to start uh, teaching hunting and stuff like that. And then you have other places like New York and uh, and California and and Washington who are going to start teaching MMA as part of your physical education. So they like all of these things are extra, of course, but none of it's mandated by the government. This is just local stuff they can put in There's or diminish. Of, uh, they, I think they need to be electives more than anything. Uh, well, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to be taking a physical education course, you know, you can switch that to, uh, to, you know, to MMA, or if you're going to be taking like a home economics like, course, you can like, switch that to uh, like where hunting. Grew, like where I grew up, they they had trade. You could go to the trade school to sit during second period. You can go learn how to weld, which I think is great. 
I think so. That's cool. Uh, and, and the other thing, but we don't teach basic e- economics. Like we want to teach the theory of economics, and but we can't. Like how many kids when they graduate know how an actual uh, now I'll say online banking works. Yeah. But do they know how to like write down what their paycheck is and and actually do the math themselves? Do they know what a thirty year fixed loan is? Do they know what an interest rate is? And do do they know what's being upside down on a car is? Do they know like hey you're gonna have twenty percent APR on this credit card? Yeah. Do you know like you're supposed to have how much down to buy a house? Like real world things. We had a thing called fundamentals of mag uh, fundamentals of math. I took it instead of taking like an advanced class because I was a senior. I was like, I'm whatever. Yeah. But it was a greatest class. Talk about checkbooks, car loans, and everything like that. And they don't have those classes anymore. No, they don't. Because not everybody. Go, not everybody. I, I honestly, I don't think you have to go to college anymore. I, I I'd say no. Because a lot of the degree, what what a lot of times is unless there's a certain field you want to get in, and you know, like, hey, if you want to be a teacher or if you want to be this, this, or that, I get it. <clears throat> but what I'm saying is, is I think we, before, like we said, is you go to high school, go to college, move on, or you go to go to high school, you go to military, or you go right into the job field. I'm not saying that it's a job of the school to prepare people, but if you're going to act like it's going to prepare people, then maybe we should really prepare. Well, I mean, the, the, the thing about, the thing about basic education, and this is kind of like where I stand with a lot of, uh, a lot of leftists is that we need to up the level of education we need to keep uh we need to up the level uh not okay, the, the quality i should say the quality of education we can't we shouldn't let uh, uh these uh these uh, these states diminish the amount of science classes there are because it doesn't agree with their worldview. and you know my stance on a lot of things regarding that kind of stuff but this is the kind of stuff that if you go into a further education you're going to need that basic science stuff. You're going to need uh, more than just fundamental math. Yeah, my father-in-law is a scientist. He has a uh, doctorate in the philosophy of chemistry. I love him. So, um, Dr. Anthony S. Ragone. Just do not follow him on Facebook if you're anything besides a liberal because it would not go well. Um, I, I like him already, but not not because of the liberal stuff because he's a scientist. Uh, but but, but uh, that, that was his mindset is, is, is he wants to know... All right, so you made this chair. You made this metal chair. How did you make this metal chair? Yeah. What? How was we able to do that? And you know, and, and also they also try to help find the unknown and why why that instead of being like giving us a, an answer. I'm like, okay, yeah. Well, like uh, science is not concerned about the why. Science is concerned about the how. Yeah, you don't ever ask the scientist why. You know, I, I watched, you know. I watched that video today. It was hilarious. Oh, which one? <laughs> it's like from the '80s. Um, he has a scientist how like he has magnets, you know, they repel and then they attract on the other side. Right. And, and then he was like, why? And then the, the, the interview was like, why? No, don't ever He's ask. Like, the, all right, there's two different kinds of why, you know, why is my wife in a hospital with a broken uh, hip? And he goes through like, you have all these, you know, you see it in certain things. You know, there are certain things you just can't explain. And I think I struggle with that. I'm like, well, why? I, I want to know how it works. And sometimes you just don't know how it works. Yeah, no, uh, the, the the most intelligent answer you can ever give is I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, thing about it is, you know, meteorologists, I I, know, I still don't know why people want to do that. <laughs> I just walk out there, but just look at your phone. <laughs> that way I won't get hate tweets. Just look at your phone. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a Ray William Johnson skit. Uh, yeah, he did that. That's a skit from a few years ago. But uh, That's the one profession I feel bad for because the guy, you know, we get up around 6, 6, 6, 30 in the morning. I watch him do it and just like, I just see in his eyes. 
you just like i mean you, you can see that he's trying to do a good job and he does a great job well-spoken very attractive uh, guy that does it and i'm just like why did you pick this yeah but you know you know he shows up in the morning with a the 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 smell of gun oil still in his breath from yeah. where he had the where he had it in his mouth. How many co- how many coworkers to be like? Thought you said you my umbrella, Ron. <laughs> like I just you know the class whatever. Uh, that's that's so bad. But like yeah no isn't it, isn't it like aren't they like okay because okay here's a fun story. Uh, back in my home to El Paso, uh, we had a we had a a, a a newscaster weather guy named Chuck. Uh, and they can't remember his last really name. so it's just he had the stereotypical weatherman named chuck literally his name that's was beautiful chuck. yeah and uh so <laughs> back to you chuck back to you chuck yeah so one day uh he gets fired because in el paso because it's a military town the, the news starts at four so <laughs> this guy showed up wasted to the news station and was doing the weather on air drunk off wow. off his bearings so uh, i think my, my I'm, on, I'm on a phone call with my brother and he's telling me about this and uh <laughs> and, and, and uh, i'm like what he was drunk and he's like yeah totally wasted i'm like what i'm like who's drunk at four in the morning nope don't say it i heard it i heard it the second it left my mouth you you ain't got to say nothing and he was like Dude, I was about to tear into you. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Four in the morning. <laughs> it's like, I know exactly who you're talking and to. And that's what drives me nuts about news is like, like <laughs> it's like they it starts at like 4 a.m. So they can be the first one on the air. Yeah. It's like, oh, we started at four and it's news at four. And I'm like, four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you can still see the, you can still see the, res, the residue around their nostrils. You know what I mean? Uh, four in the morning, five in the morning, six in the morning, seven. It's like from one, I think it's like five to seven. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then I really ridiculous. Local man. news is just awful to watch. <laughs> it just is because you know I don't know. I I, I live uh, I live for local news mess ups. Like uh like did you hear about that lady not too long ago who uh they were they were doing uh they were doing a story about a gorilla who stole a phone yes and was taking selfies and she goes she tells her 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 black co host yes yeah he looks just like you. <laughs> it's like the Bill Burr bit where he's like he just sees the white guy's career die. Yeah. He, like when he's a sportscaster and he's talking about, you know, and he's just like the other guys start getting out of the picture of the, on the camera and he's by himself. Like none's watching um I watched one of my coworkers in a meeting once. I just watched his career die in front of all of us. I was like, Oh, that's what that looks like. <laughs> no. Like I like I just saw it and I just like I was texting like, Shut up stop please you know stop. but he, he just kept duh, 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 duh. I, I saw a guy i saw a guy literally um at one of the jobs i worked at i was in a i was in a higher position and uh, this cat had been just i swear i'm a, one of these days i'm gonna quit i'm gonna quit like i'm gonna take everybody with me and we all thought he meant you know a little bit uh, a little bit more columbine and yeah. a little less uh and a little less, you know, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, I'm bringing you all with me kind of thing. So, like, one day, we're all sitting there in the meeting, and uh, we all know about him. Like, we were all like, eh, yeah, you know, I don't think he owns anything that can harm us, but uh, I want to be safe about that, you know? So, one day, he gets he, uh, he gets called out uh, for a mistake that he didn't even make. Like, it, it was actually, like, it was misfiled, right? Cause that happened like, to me this week, and I've never been... And I'll talk about that culture here in a second. 
but uh, uh so uh he 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 like they were like they were like yeah you did this and he was like you know what and we were like oh no i'm like this is it postal this is it i'm like this is columbine like i'm about to go out like i i am a <laughs> i have accomplished nothing but sex and alcohol and, I, and you know what actually that's pretty good i'm good with it i'm, I'm ready to go <laughs> but no like what happens is that the guy stands up just slams his, his hands on the table stands up and starts going your wife is doing him you're doing her you're doing this i know you're taking money from the company and here's your bank account here's the stuff to prove it i got it all on emails y'all are coming with me and we were all like and i'm sitting here because i'm the only guy that has like nothing to do with any of this the only reason i'm in i'm in like the, the conference is because i'm i'm controlling traffic and i'm just sitting here going well what does he have on me completely ignores me but just tears down everybody so he had, he had so much on everybody else and like, and like so what happens for a month straight for a month straight we didn't see any of the higher-ups of the entire call center it's not six weeks after the after the whole incident oh by the way guys we're rolling out new management uh we're gonna be bringing in some folks i'd imagine so and this goes back to the culture um so i this happened at work and um, I got a message. It was a real kind of like, "Hey, how could this happen? This is this is unacceptable. Why?" Blah blah blah. And I was like, and I, I sent a message back. I'm like, "If you want to have a conversation about this, call me." Right. Because I'm, like I said, is I'm new school when it comes to a lot of technology, but I'm old school when I, I want to talk to you. If you have, if if you're really that upset, call me. Right. It's had nothing to do with this. Nothing to do with this whatsoever. Right. right. And, um, and then, so he never called me back. So I, I, so I had to put it out all, all on a text and I said, I figured you just want to know the fact, figure you want to know the facts. Right. And then, you know, I could see he read the message, never say anything back to me. So far as I'm concerned, I'm done with him. Good. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a, that's a proper way to handle it. Because <clears throat> is you can't like if i would have done it i've been okay with it like hey i deserve it whatever but i had nothing to do with it right yeah he just assumed no yeah that, 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 we, was, we've all been that victim and i was just like and i just was like call me and he wouldn't call me and because part of me was like well if you're in this certain roles like but we're in this new culture now where it's the same way when you see social media or whatever yeah because uh, you know i'll be like hey call me i always say call me let's call because you know me is is i i like the text a little bit you know if it's something informal like hey like you know hey <clears throat> like yesterday you said uh hey call me and i called you yeah right? yeah we talked or whatever we went through some things or whatever and then you know but like tonight or whatever if you can make it if you text me like hey i can't make it down i would be like all right cool i appreciate it like that right, right. that's that's fine yeah but like you know it depends on the situation but i i think that men have taken a huge step back and being men um in my in in my opinion because they're they'll be quick to text and instead of like like i've done it before been in management where someone has said something to me or or sent me a message you know kind of kind of like blah 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 and i'm like okay and then i would just drive right over the drive over to the store and i would talk to him like hey you're upset let's talk about this and they're like right. like what are, what are you doing here well I, I wouldn't say that's so much a uh, men being men i think that's just uh uh, again, going back to the idea that the culture has moved so far away. Why do you from, think affairs have went up so much? 
Affairs have actually gone down. No, they've no, no, no. Fair, affair, it's been easier to cheat now more than ever. I've well, actually done research on this because we're more willing to say something we wouldn't say face to face via message than we would. You know, you're not gonna right, like, right. like. I know some brash people would be like, you know, what's up? But right, that's us, yeah. But they would go back through and be like, hey, uh, yeah, it was a rough day at work. Yeah, I know. Yeah, blah blah blah, and then that text or social media whatever will will because it's almost like a getaway because you're not in front of the person it's almost like a i don't say fantasy it's kind of weird but it's almost like you could make yourself somebody else you you're not yeah it's a it's a role you're playing kind of it's a disassociation because you get nervous texting somebody like oh my god i wonder what she or he's gonna say back i don't you know um well, I'm not saying you, <laughs> you cheat. That's not my point. No, I'm not saying I'm, I, I, don't, I don't get nervous. <laughs> um, okay, so if there's somebody you really wanted to be with and, and it's out of your league and they're following back and they might say, yeah, I'll be with you, come on. Come well, on. I mean, that's why we're friends. Come on. Let, let down the bravado. <laughs> let down the bravado. No, honestly, um, I, 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 I've never really had that kind of issue. Uh, I never really have. I'm actually a pretty brazen person, and I and I believe that I, if I'm not that kind of person, it's 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 a uh, it's false. No, I, I agree. I agree with what you're saying on that aspect of it, but I think it opened up the alleys to be more. I mean, why else do we have locks on our phone? Why do we have face ID on our phone? Why do we have thumbprints on our phone? Uh, well, we we have it on ours because our credit cards are tied to it. <laughs> Yeah, but I know. Why do only two people know the codes of my phone? It's not because of my credit, my, my debit card's tied to it, uh, right? Yeah. Because all of us have something to hide even if we don't want to admit it. I'm not saying infidelity. I'm not saying this. But there might be a text between you and your best friend where you're, you're upset at your wife, your girlfriend, your mom, whoever. Right, right, right. And yeah. you don't want, you don't want the, someone else to read that, Yeah, right? no, no. I'm not just saying it's all about infidelity. But we've made it easier to express our feelings, but we're not able to express our feelings face-to-face. We're more willing to have a fight via text than we would a verbal one than we would face to face a lot of people are well yeah of course yeah uh, you know it's, it's the a, same it's the same it's one of my famous bits that i have it's that mom saying uh, hey i want to fix the world with this facebook world, yeah. post right mom we're hungry hey i'm almost done i'm, on, I'm almost done i'm gonna say the presidency with this facebook post yeah, yeah. No, I, that was one of my favorite things you ever said and and, and that's and we're in that society now because and <sighs> Well, you, you also have to you also have to look at a lot of things like uh, uh, where where the culture of our society has come from in the last twenty five years. I mean, look at cops. Look, look, look at we'll just take one of the most relatable shows out there, Cops. Yeah. And uh, every time somebody gets in an argument on Cops, somebody goes to jail. It is almost guaranteed that somebody's going to get arrested. There's no domestic. There's no, there's no violence. There was no guns drawn. There was nothing. It's just two people on their lawn shouting at each other. Yep. Ninety five percent of the time, ninety five percent of the shows we watched, somebody went to jail. Yep. So th- this is this is part of our culture. This is part of, of of where we've come from from the last 25, 30 years. And on top of that, let's add let's add in all these really horrible reality shows, all these really horrible, uh, you know, uh, drama shows like Mari Povich. You know, we used to watch Jerry Springer for 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 fun for, for giggles. Yep. Yeah, we mm-hmm. laughed at it. But Mari Povich and, and you know, uh, 
any of these weird reality shows that they that are on these like daytime TV are you, shows? Do you have cable at home? No. See, I don't either. So, well, I, I have like Netflix, Hulu, some other things, right? So sometimes though, I still watch Channel Four. They, you know, at night, like the like I think it's four point or whatever. I don't, I don't watch it. So. so but like two, three in the morning, it gets into the show, uh, a judge show, but it's not a judge for criminal. It's a judge for like infidelity. It's a judge for cheating. And there's like a man and a, a male and female judge. Right, right. I was just like, it is like, this is where we're at right now. We used to watch Judge Wapner because it was kind of like, oh, wow. Because as a kid, we kind of believed it. Then we realized it's just a dramatization of an actual. <laughs> a real case, yeah. Yeah. So like, like, like. When you, when you look at all that stuff and you you combine it all, we've had this fear that our personal business is somehow going to get spewed into the public eye. But now we throw it out there like we're throwing out garbage once a week. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we've like well, like I said, this is where we've come from. Mm-hmm. We came from this fear, and now we have people like you and me who are brazen, who spout our opinions, un, un, unbiased, and or. You know, unabashed, I should say. I don't think I do on social media at all. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I, I've seen you get into some arguments. It's been like maybe once a year because I think to myself, what's like, I recently just had one because um, uh, Sandy Hook put out a video. And did you see the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very emotional video. And then very, very dramatic. There's, there's another uh, meme about, and one of my friends is a teacher, Ryan Culperth and Seymour and grew up with him. And um, he was, they were doing a shooter drill, right? It wasn't. It was just whatever. And Ryan was talking about we shouldn't have to worry about this. And then um, and people are going back and forth. I was like, man, I love my own hometown or whatever. And he said something about politicians, and I was just like, you know, I was like, if you if you <laughs> if you have faith in a politician, you're probably the same person that believes a stripper when she says I love you. <laughs> and a politician came after me on it. And uh, he's a, his name is Jim Lucas. Um, I have no issue with him. Try to have him, probably going to have him on the show. Been talking to him. Um, he's a, I think he's a representative of the the counties down there. I've known him for a while, and but he's like, what promises do I not keep? And I was just like, it is. I'm. I was just like, thou dost protest too much. I was just like, I was just like. Like I'm being funny. Like I'm not attacking you personally. Yeah, like I was even towards it wasn't it wasn't towards him either, and I have no problem with him because, like I said, is he he's a gun guy, and you know, I mean, there's a target thing right there on behind that door of where me and AP go shooting. Um, I you know I I um my brother-in-law just got a gun, and I was holding it the other day, looking at it and stuff. Like I don't have problems with guns. I don't have problems with that, but. The whole issue was is I have two kids that go to middle school or high school, and I'm thinking to myself, every time I see that, I'm like, man. But there's no solution to fix it. There's not a solution. Um, no, no, there isn't. The I, only I'm not thing, even going to pretend. To the know only there thing is. that I brought up was, and I was talking to somebody about it, was so we have all these soldiers that come back, right? A lot of them don't have a cause anymore, right? Right. A lot of them don't. We, you know, we we don't. It's a different conversation, but. Why don't we just get these guys to be around schools? Um, think about it though, and I know I know you worry about PSD, PTSD. I get it, but think about it. Think about they're around the kids. The kids are around them. They're not like private security or anything like that. It gives them some of them, like 
you know, something, something to do, not, something to do, but also be role models around kids. Well, that, that that's actually where that's actually where the issue comes in. Like I I I grew up in a military town, mm-hmm. and they're not. You know, like we have, we have, and and I actually talk about this a lot with my best friend. Uh, he's he's a former marine, and he agrees with me wholeheartedly. We have this fetishization, fetish. We fetishize the police. We we do it to the military that these people are perfect. They're angels. They're the best America has to offer. They're the greatest things in the world. We have to support them no matter what. It's all BS. It is all completely BS because not every single soldier is a saint. Not every cop is good. No, no. I mean that. And that's but, just, no, that's just like saying every teacher is a good person because yeah, no, we, of course not. Well, no, no. There's just but, because you're part of a profession doesn't mean you put put at a different standard. Which, but they are. But no, they see. Like, no, I, I no, no way you, near. No, I, no, I guarantee you. Publicly say anything in any way that could be construed as denigrating the police. Or the armed forces, you, sir, will be crucified. Not if you're talking to an actual cop or if you're actually talking to an actual person in the military. No, of course not, because they they know they're in the industry. If you have a conversation with them, which you know we've had a lot of conversations with them. Yeah. But I've had a lot of conversations in the past with them, but it's, but, so once a year we have a parade, right? Yeah. Okay, so we hold them to a higher standard. So we'll throw a flag up there. Remember nine eleven, yada yada yada, right? Yeah, yeah. But the, like the rest, so we have like maybe what? Let's say five holidays for veterans. Let's say five. I know that's more, right? Yeah. Three hundred sixty days. What, what are we doing the rest of the time? No, nothing. But 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 like I said, uh, the, the the whole reason I'm I'm kind of iffy about this subject is because uh, a lot a lot of these cats when uh, they they don't have direction to begin with. You know what I mean? And the military was a support system for them to get uh, some guidance in their life. And I'm not going to say this is a, a common thing, but I did grow up in El Paso, Texas. I grew up a stone's throw away from Fort Bliss. Uh, uh, and and I, I know so I know a lot of soldiers, and I know a lot of military folk. But, you, but, but, but you're generalizing it too much. I, I am, I, I'm, I'm t- I'm, I'm, this, is, uh, this, is, this is anecdotal, I, and, I, and I will fully admit that this is completely and 100% anecdotal this is not in any way uh i've never researched this or proven this with with numbers but from my own personal experience i would i would feel my god i don't even want to say that i would be i would be very wary that's that's the word i want to use i would be very wary about putting some of these cats near children and especially near impressionable children, and especially with some of these cats that come back with such dogmatic views about certain things. You know, the kind of guy that you mention one thing, they'll chew your ear off about why you're wrong or right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I have issues with that. But these are also people that come back and be great fathers, great husbands. Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying, that's what I'm saying is, is obviously there's always be a screening process. Not everybody would be fit to do anything. No, of course but what I'm saying is if, if someone does have a sense of purpose and we can find a sense of purpose instead of just being like, hey, you served our country, now go stand over there. Yeah, like my, my best friend, like I said, he's a, he, was a, he was a welder in the Marines. Uh, had, right yeah. now he, he's, a, he's a warehouse worker. He's, he's, there's, you know, where, where's, where's his, uh, 
Where's his pie in the sky? That's the same way with, with you know, Dorset and, and Kozar and those guys that were on, you know, Hardesty, luckily, you know, um, you know, the, you know, those, it was the same thing though. I mean, yeah, yeah. but we do that with, we do that with a lot of things. Once we have what we need from them, we, was, we celebrate a lot of things, Yeah, yeah. you know, we, we celebrate them, but then we're like, we don't do anything for them. And that was, that's always drove me insane. And that's, that's kind of like where most, the, most of the arguments in this country, um, if you actually ask, cause we were talking about the Kaepernick thing and kneeling and we talked, talked to Dorset and those guys like, we, 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 we don't care. No. Like this, we, we don't care. No. We made it more of a, how do I feel? You yeah. know, and in the same way with the flag, with the, with the women's soccer many, many months ago, I, I text someone, I was like, Hey man, like you both, he's like, yeah, that's whatever. Yeah. And we, we talked about that. You, yeah. you and I and the landlord, he's like, that's trivial. Like, no, well, not the landlord, but no, yeah. no. I actually talked to someone else who who had served, and then I, I always ask them because I want to go to them, like because they were like the soldiers, and I'm like, yeah. Well, let's ask the soldiers. But you know? then, but, but then you're selling American flag flags, hats, American flag uh, bikinis, American flag, but Beer that's koozies. but that's okay though, even though it says you're not supposed to do anything with the flag or or put it on anything yeah. else. The way, oh, but but to. the way they interpret it is that you're not supposed to do it with an actual flag. The image of the flag is perfectly fine even though code says doesn't say image it yeah says and, flag. and I, it's hard to get into that because it's it's in but the, the, those are things that bother me it's like oh you, no it bothers me too you can't pick one without the other yeah, yeah and you can't just be upset because all right so and this is a very vague statement like you're upset about this but yet your kids like you don't know where your kids are kids are so the, it seems like a lot of people that have a lot of issues are the same people that like can you clean out the old doorstep? You're knocking on my door, but can you can you clean yours first? Yeah, yeah. Don't uh, don't comment on my car when we're, you're driving a go kart. We're all we're all flawed. If we don't accept that we're not flawed, then that's a huge issue. Like I have things that I do that drive some people crazy, right? Because yeah. my texts are short. Like okay, okay. Like I don't like I don't want to go I don't want to sit there and I don't want to do this yeah I, I don't want to do voice I remember like for for like what for like two months I thought you were mad at me <laughs> oh, I get that a lot I get that oh, a lot I was so nervous I just don't because I just I don't know I feel like it's impersonal maybe I'm going getting being that guy hey get off my lawn guy you know but there's still certain certain things if you care about somebody I call and talk to him I put him on speakerphone right if I'm driving or or have the Bluetooth on because I want to hear him and talk to him. I want to hear them laugh. I don't want to hear them LOL because you're not laughing out loud. It's like Demetrius Martin said, <laughs> you're laughing quietly to yourself. LQTM. Shout out to my buddy for that one. Uh, AirPods, bro. Invest AirPods. in some AirPods. I have AirPods. They're incredible, aren't they? I don't wear them. I do. No, I actually wear the, uh, I have a set of JBLs that go around my neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if I'm if I'm at my job, I could just click it, take a call, same way as AirPods. But I could take them out, let them hang instead of staying in my ear, because eventually my ears start itching. <laughs> you get that ear itch? I do. I, it's a, it's an earwax thing. I wouldn't really worry about it. No, I, I got the I got the exact same thing. That's why I'm laughing about it. So, so, but when you called me yesterday, um, uh, we were supposed to have Mondo here with us, but I think he just forgot. That's Mondo. That's what he does. But you have you called me yesterday and did not have. We saved this for the end of the show. Yes. So um, we have actually. Won't you bring us to speed up on how, since this is your your thing? Um, yeah. Okay. I'm, so what we're going to get into is it involves the Better Business Bureau and Yelp. 
Uh, this not will be a regular segment on it unless you guys really like it. We'll just pull up Yelp reviews or whatever. So yeah, well, we'll that, that's a, that's actually a pretty good segment to talk about local businesses and uh, yeah, that'll that'll give me a lot of love and oh, it will though around uh, this area. So, so uh, you've known for, you've known me for a while, and you've known that for the last I don't know four or five months I've been trying to buy a car. Yeah, I know because you'll ask the ask me to drive to the east side, pick you up, take you back to the south side, take you back up the east side. Yeah, so yeah, so uh, I, I was happy when you got a car. Like I actually almost teared up because I was good. I never picked him up. <laughs> so um, uh, I, I I was calling around a whole bunch of dealerships, and my my credit do, do any research. I was doing my research, and my credit was not good, but it was not bad. And uh, every time I called, uh, every time I called, uh, I'm not fat, but I'm not skinny. Yeah, you know what okay. I mean. I'm thick. I'm thick with it. All right, that's what my credit <laughs> score was. My credit score is thick. But <laughs> mine's subprime. I always say subprime. I don't even know if it's true anymore. I just say, ah, it's subprime. It's subprime. You know why? Because if you say subprime, people won't borrow money from you. There you go. So uh, every time I would call uh, these places, they'd be like, well, you make how much? And your credit score is this. Okay, well, we know you only want to spend five or six grand, but the only thing we could, quote, unquote, the, the quote, unquote, the only thing we could approve you for is this $16,000 car, which is uh, uh, this tiny Yaris or like this Chrysler 200, or this uh, this, this this car that the, an obvious six foot two, almost three hundred pound guy, is gonna have a bit of an issue getting in and out of. Oh, the Dodge Dart. That was the other one. I drive. I drive a small car. You've rode in it. I uncomfortably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you're just if it's like me, I'm only the only one that's ever in the car anyway. So I have all the room in the world. I, I do Ed Tutal Jones like almost take out the back seat, and front seat, just driving the back. <laughs> that's, that's actually the joke I used to make about those things. So, but the thing is that I'm, if, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to invest. You know, fourteen thousand dollars. I don't want to go into debt sixteen thousand dollars. I want. Well, I want to pay depending off. On the, depending on the APR, you're going to be. Yeah, even more so. Yeah, so like I, I want to, I want to be done with this car, two years maximum. You know what I mean? Like I want to be so six, seven grand. So I call around all these places, and they're all like, "Yeah, no, we can only approve you for this thirteen thousand uh, dollar Geo Metro." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's not gonna work. It's a good car. It's it's a tiny car." Uh, so finally, I come upon this one place, Auto Nerd, out down in Beach Grove, and. Um, they say, yeah, we'll approve you for the amount you want and for the car you want. Come on down. I go there. Great interaction. I loved my Dodge, the, the one I bought from them. Smooth interaction except for one little hiccup where this guy was just late for lunch and kind of handed us off to somebody else. And uh, that was just unprofessional and kind of a bitch thing. But I was holding that guy responsible, not the company. Right? Uh, fast forward, I, I was, you know, you know, like, uh, are you like the kind of skeptic, like where if you buy something new, especially if it's expensive, you're kind of not attached to it right away because you're nervous about it. Um, I've bought like three brand new cars. Um, I remember when I bought my truck, it was like the first brand new car I've ever bought for myself because my wife got a brand new car Yeah, and I was just like. I was like nervous until it got like its first scratch and I was okay. Yeah. Before then you like freak out. Like yeah. this is like, it was like a, I don't know, $40,000 truck. And I got, cause I, I worked there. I got it for like 25 grand. 
Nice. And um, but I was nervous as soon as I drove it off the lot. I was like, no, 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 no. But at first, you're like, I really don't need that, you know? Exactly that. That that meant I'm like, do I really want to invest this? Do I really want to do this? Do I really want to hang on to a seven thousand dollar investment? So like for finally like for a month, like uh, just slightly over a month, I was I had this mentality. I was like, I I I, I like the car. I, I I do. That's just not mine yet, personally. You know what I mean? So you waited so, a month? No, no. It, it was it was taking time to sink in. You know what I mean? That this was mine, and this and then I should you know treat it like mine. You know what I mean? It always felt like I was renting it, or it was a friend of mine. So, so I had is that be, when you put your first sticker on after a month? Yeah, bumper sticker. Yeah, I hate bumper stickers. Well, mine was a mine was a symbol, but you know, but uh, but uh, so anyways, literally two days after I was like, my truck, my Dodge, my car, this is mine. I'm in this for the long haul. I get rear-ended at sixty miles an hour. And the guys, the guys' cars totaled. Uh, you, you know, I, I got rammed into somebody in front of me. Her car's fine, but my car, of course, is a meat sandwich here. And uh, I'm like, it's a, it's a Dodge, it's a Dodge. You know, the, the fender flares and the, the fender itself is a little messed up. God, whatever. The insurance will we'll put a new fender on, put a new bumpers on it, put new fenders on it. It'll be fine. Take it to the take it to the to, to the appraisers and everything. And, uh, you know, even the chick on the phone was like, yeah, it's, it'll, it'll be fine, whatever. I got a call two days later. Yeah, it's totaled. Uh, what, what? Yeah, no, it's completely totaled. What do you mean it's totaled? Like the plastic stuff. Plastic stuff is what broke. And they're like, yeah, no, no, it's completely totaled. We're going to write it off, uh, pay it off. You're gonna, you're, we're going to send you a check. We're going to pay out the loan. Uh, stuff, stuff, and stuff, and stuff. So I was like, I was like, okay, I guess they were like, go clean out your car. So I, I show, I show up to the lot, and yeah, uh, they they write the damage. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this. But yes, they write the damage on on the it, side well, of the vehicle. Well, what they do is is they'll like it, even if it's like when they restore cars on the windshield, they write through everything that needs to be done to get it fixed. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, except when it's yours. So, so they write on the side of my truck. Shocks, muffler, exhaust, uh, rear frame, front frame, front, uh, front, uh, uh, something canopy, the one that holds in like the radiator and stuff, rear lights. And I'm just like, all oh, this got destroyed in this small crash. And I'm like, yeah, grab your plushy shark and get out of here. And I was like, cool, fine, I'll take my shark and I'll go. And I, I was heartbroken. So I was like, well, these guys treated me nicely. They they sold me a wonderful car before. I'm going to go back. And I'm it gonna, makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense, right? So I show up, and uh, that's where my experience this time around, and I'm not going to say it because, you see, I, I my first experience is done with. This experience is still ongoing. And I, and I told the... The GM, I'm not going to say his name, but if you can, if you know who the GM is, you know who the GM is, that I was going to come on podcasts and talk about my experience. So I know he's going to be looking for this. So I'm not going to talk about my experience. No, I, uh, for, for a lot of purposes, I'm just going to say that my experience is a lot 
very, very, very similar. One might use the word, might use the word, identical to some of the Yelp reviews and Better Bureau, Better Business Bureau reviews we're about to go through. Yeah, so we have, have we have it pulled up for this business for the better, the BBB Better Business Bureau. So yeah, it's hard to say. <laughs> so what happens is with the Better Business Bureau, I'm actually familiar with this. They can actually file a complaint on you. Then the complaint is actually sent to the company, and the company has to resolve it, yes or no, or they have to answer. I think it's answered, right? Answer it, yes. So there's 21 complaints. Um, the newest one is as of. September 12, 2019. Um, That's pretty recently. Yeah, that didn't take long. I mean, I, but, and this has nothing to do with this case because, like I said, it is, but um, I've had some. Um, oh, that's, that'll be a lot easier for me. I've had some people say, I'm going to call the Better Business Bureau. I'm like, yeah, but you did this. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I didn't do this. But this is what it's for. And, um, so this one is, I purchased a vehicle May 11, 2019. The car is a 2012 Hyundai Equus that had 32,000 miles. It was expressed to me that the vehicle had a powertrain warranty. Although I had noticed it did not indicate it on any paperwork, I did not purchase an additional extended warranty because I felt um, I had a lot of miles to go. On August 28th, took the vehicle to the local Hyundai dealership. Um, that actually says Deakership. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I mean, if you're going to make fun of somebody or bash somebody, at least spell right. At least get a spell check. That was definitely done on their phone. I was advised that the odometer had been rolled back and the car has over 100,000 miles on it. Luckily, that repair turned out to be minor, but I was afraid that something major was wrong. I won't be able to pay. I wouldn't be able to pay for the repairs. It does appear that the rollback happened while in the possession of. But I feel like the, they have, they, that they may never have been aware of it. No, that they had been aware of it. They had been aware of it. Uh, on or before the completion of the finances, vehicle, miss, whatever, she presented with a uh, complete Carfax report that included all vehicle maintenance, repairs, service, records, ownership, and accident reports. On page four of this report, in bold, it says a, an indication that a potential rollback occurred on before the service vehicle in 6 one in Florida. That was prior to the ownership, as the customer has stated. Additionally, on page five of the Carfax, Signed a document that presented with this information that was agreeing to the report. Everything about this, you know, was known and reported and was full disclosed and transparency and signed a document. With so, this in knowledge. other words, they knew. No, no, no. I don't blame this for this one. No, I, like, if, if you go back, if you go back, she says that they were aware of it. Yeah, they were. So then they were completely aware of it. And yeah. they're trying to say that, oh, well, we told her. Yeah, but no, no, no. No, no. On this one, I agree with the car company. Eh. Okay, so, and this reason is because where we used to work at, they had to go through and they never paid attention to what they signed. If you're signing a legal binding contract and you go through that, you need to pay attention. Yeah, okay. Because I had so many people that said they're going to report me to the Better Business Bureau because they didn't read what they signed. No, true, true, true. But uh, the, the idea But that was it still wrong? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm saying is it's common knowledge, but hey, I just want you to look on page four. This does have a rollback. Like, hey, it has been rolled back this... Well, uh, we, we don't know they mentioned it. They did, no, no, they I'm just saying what they should have done was like, hey, just to let you know, it's just 32,000 miles on it. Um, just to let you know that um, it actually potentially could have a rollback in Florida. It's on the Carfax report right here. Yeah. Or is it Carfax or Carfax? Carfax. Whatever. Or is it the Carfax spokesman? Yeah. Whatever. Mascot. But uh, either, either way, uh, it's still wrong. 
Yeah, I mean, because they could say, I mean, that's an easy thing to say is like uh, 32,000 miles, like actually um, it more like right around 100,000 miles. Easy thing to say. Just say that. I mean, because obviously they probably got it pretty. I mean, if you got if you got a. Oh, no, they get all these at auction. We found that out after my Dodge was wrecked. They get all these at auction. Yeah, absolutely. The, 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 um, up here <clears throat> in Indies one, there's a huge auction out there in Plainfield where everybody goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to work in a car business. That's why I know a little bit about it. I used to, um, when I was in high school, um, work for GD Byrider and a lot of tenants. So I would go pick up cars from the auction. I enjoyed that because you never know what you're going to get to drive. <laughs> um, this one is I met with the salesperson on Wednesday. This is from June 5th, 2019. He directed me towards a 2013 Hyundai, which is only six years old. That's pretty good to test drive. Drove the vehicle. I noted that the air conditioner was not blowing out cold air. The tire pressure monitor warning light was on. God, those never go off. And on the brakes made a grinding noise when the brakes were applied. Uh, I, I, I brought the three issue to the attention after I toast drive the vehicle. I like the vehicle. Asked me if repairs were made with the three issues. I noted I would be a nurse person to vehicle. I uh, explained they would have a service department um, evaluate. Looks like it says evacuate. It says evacuate, but they meant to evaluate. <laughs> All right, I'm not crazy then. I mean, if you're going to complain once again, please spell correctly. <laughs> please spell. And the test for the AC system for leaks and recharge the system. If the leaks were not found, just the pressure and reset the tire pressure monitor light and check brakes and put on new pads. Me, I agreed to the purchase. My wife and I went on Thursday, six six afternoon. After repairs were made to pick up the vehicle, when discussing the repairs, went through explaining everything that was done to the vehicle. So the ACC, the air, the air conditioning system was vacuumed, checked for leaks, and recharged. Uh, we paid for the vehicle, drove it 20 miles on Thursday, and did not drive it again until Friday afternoon. On Friday afternoon, I left the store and immediately noticed the AC was not blowing cold air. I text blank that evening, asked if something could be done about the AC. Text me Saturday morning, said to call him. He would get it looked at. Instead, I took it to AC, ASC certified mechanic that afternoon, paid $30 to have the AC system checked. They found no Freon in it. Two lakes in the system. I text, remind him of the agreement we made, purchasing the vehicle. Um, he said, I'm not a technician. I'm a salesman. I did not work in the vehicle. I was simply told what was wrong and how it was repaired. And that's what sucks for salespeople. It does. No, yeah, it totally does. Yeah, because, you know, I've sold used cars before. Uh, but, yeah, that... <laughs> That right, that that's that's that needs that's that's that drives me insane right there. Yeah. If you just put everything as is, no warranty. Just say as is. Don't need, don't try to say thirty thousand miles, fifty. Don't just, that's what drives me insane. Oh yeah, but as, as you can tell, there is from from the last two, there is some promise of of them helping uh, in some way. Uh, what's the, what's the, what we got here? Uh, uh, this is from uh, June 12th, 2019. We purchased a car from there a little less than a month ago and have had nothing but problems. Literally since the time we rolled off the lot till the time it rolled into the repair shop, we drove it maybe a total of 50 miles before it overheated and the heat and AC quit working. We attempted to repair ourselves immediately, but it did not work. Therefore, we reached out to AutoNerd and was told to take it to a shop, get an estimate of repairs, and we would be given some sort of compensation for the lack of doing a proper inspection. We did, and get and gave so-and-so the information, and he have yet to hear back. He avoids our calls, has blocked me on Facebook, and won't return my email. All we are asking is for a little compensation for the lack of neglect. We just want the $600 we spent on the tax back and call it a day. 
So this one's a Subaru. This is basically the radiator was wrong in it. I drove it 1.3 miles to AutoZoom, bought the coolant, filled and drove back to work by the time we have gotten to work. Parks are eight miles. There's smoke coming from underneath the hood. The reserve tank was dry. She had a vehicle towed the next morning to import doctors located in Fort Wayne. Um, it was never driven again. Now it has a blown head gasket. Gasket. So it sounds like the problem that we have here is they're buying cars from the auction. This is my opinion. Buying cars from the auction, right? Right. So anytime you, so when we wore it, every time we took a car, every time we trade, every time we, we took a trade into the dealership I worked at, right? We would run it through, um, our certified mechanics and certified those guys will get paid to work on that car. So they would tell you everything that's wrong with it. Right. Right. And if it's not worth it, we sent the auction. If it's worth it, we would fix it. Right. If it was just a few minor things. Right. Right. So that's why they, <laughs> that's why when they go to auction, they're hoping they're going to get something pretty inexpensive and be able to flip it. And then they're hoping that the cars are going to last. Um, and that's, I mean, that's what they're doing. And then, and then the the salespeople were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my guy looked at it and they told me it was fixed. But I mean, they're just they're just putting stuff out there, and that's way too long to read. I ain't gonna lie about that. We'll go to this one right here. This was from March of this year. Purchased a vehicle for sixty two fifty on February nineteenth. Written contract was a guarantee. Purchase a motor. The motor had blown water pump for thirty days. Called on March first. Vehicle needs catalytic converters. They should have been replaced when they load the uh, engine coolant ash for assistance. He told the contrary to proper belief there was no 30-day return policy and thought it was a 30-day. They wrote a 30-day engine driveline clause in the sales contract. The, uh, the company appears to just to get out just to stiff the customers. No star, no stars would never be recommended to anyone. So all these have been answered. Um, no. Then why does it say answered for? Uh, more than likely they just marked it as answered because they can do that. I previously filed, oh, this is a, uh, this is a repeater here. Nine twenty six twenty eighteen. There we go. I previously filed a complaint related to this business due to breach of contract complaint number, blah, blah, blah. The company con contracted me to sell a vehicle and then sold the vehicle to someone else. Uh, please see the previous complaint for the information. This complaint is related to the company. Ruin my credit after they have not only sold the vehicle to someone else in breach of our contract. So they so they sold a they double sold a car. They double sold it. They they gave they got her, uh, probably got her deposit. They probably had her sign paperwork, and then uh, when she was going to go pick it up, they sold it to somebody else. But she's paying on a car she don't have. Yep. Why is some green one some some red? Ah, it's just randomized. Is it? Yeah. So as you can see, this is. Uh, or I think it's per issue. What type of issue it is? Is it? So, uh, so basically, as of right now, they have uh, problems with product or service. Fifteen complaints. Guarantee warranty three. Delivery issues none. Billing none. Advertising sales three. Um. Their better their reason their the the reasons for the BBB rating is a C minus is because of that. Yep. Uh, customer reviews are not used in the calculation of BBB ratings. That's why people like it. So because it's not customer <laughs> reviews. So it, no matter what anybody says, this is actually from the Better Business Bureau. This is not. This business is not a BBB 
I credited year in business two. Um, 21 total complaints in the last three years. Of those, 19 complaints were closed in the last 12 months. So it says three years, even though they've been open two, is because previously they were under a different name. Correct? They were under a different name. So let's go to the old, um Let's go to our favorite uh, Karen website. Uh, Yelp. Um, I think I clicked on one, so I have to go back one. I, I think I went into an actual complaint. So let me zoom in here on this one. So this is just hilarious. It's not hilarious in a good way. It's just like there's so much stuff that goes on. It almost goes back like we talked about privacy and security. Like yeah. pe- people just don't know. Um, Let's see. Where's the? Here they are. All right. Uh, go wow. Down. They name dropping this stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. On Yelp, you can name Dude, drop. Dude, this is from October 3rd. Yep. That's today. But I think they gave him a good rating now. Yep. Uh, nope. Re- re- start reading. Yeah, but they they marked it wrong, didn't they? Yeah, they, they messed that one up. I purchased a car from um, last week, and e- I even had a mechanic of my choosing inspect the car. Everything checked out well. The process was painless as I dealt with the guys from Auto Nerd. After I paid for the car, however, I got on the interstate within five miles. <laughs> the car just died on the interstate. That's good times. Maybe that's why those. Maybe they, they're the responsible for all those cars with the yellow stickers on the side of the road. Maybe. Uh, you really realize the integrity of a company when something goes wrong. I called blah, blah, blah. I came, he came to my aid. He let me use the car. He was driving. Um, to make this right, the guy's there. Let me pick out the same model vehicle. I'm so impressed. Yeah, it was a good rating. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, they're, do- they're doing the, in the end, it turned out well, kind of ignoring the first half. Oh, uh, this one. We dodged the bullet dot, 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 dot. This is from August. I traded my higher value car for a cheaper car through Auto Nerds and Beach Grove. The Grove, the salesman agreed they would pay off the remainder of my loan and I would get a car off their lot in addition to walk away with some money left over in a form of check. Within one day, um, within one day, the check engine light came on. I replaced the part needed to no big deal. Four days later, after making a trade, I get a call from the salesman I initially dealt with. Uh, he had not agreed to the terms of the trade and would release the title of the car. Uh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, when he said they're going to pay off his loan, that's, yeah, they don't, that's, that's just, a lot of times that's hitting your trade difference. So, that's where, like, so that's, because if you buy a car, there's two different things to look for, right? There's trade difference, trade allowance, and ACV. ACV is actual cash value. Right. So, so that means what they're physically paying you for the, your car. But mm-hmm. some people's like, oh, well, here's your difference. And you're like, mm, okay. Uh, the salesman I initially dealt with said, uh, which should said not agree. Uh, initially dealt with should not agree to the terms of trade and will not release the title. The car took, uh, uh, making the loan original car, I told him it was not originally agreed upon, neither. Neither that kind of money, nor are we willing to talk about another loan to cover it. The financier stated that I'd either have to come up, come with the money, or return the car. I took home, I took home, and the check the check they gave me. Uh, wow, God, they have to return the original car to him. I returned the dealership, and on my way there, the check engine light came on again. I returned the car and the money, and they gave me the uh, the codes off the engine red. They stated they would have their service people look at it when I got back to work. Uh, it was already re listed for sale when i traded my original car 
I had full tank gas <laughs> when I pulled out of the lot. Like came on, now my radio doesn't work. Wow. Wow. So, um, all right, let's see. I purchased an 05 Murano from Auto Nerd or whatever they call themselves on 92319. We test drove it. Uh, we pulled over during the test drive. My husband checked it at the hood and underneath as best as he could. He had hurt his knee and couldn't get on the ground. The only thing he noticed was the loud muffler. When we get back, I mentioned the loud muffler. Uh, the salesman helping us just gave me a blank look. The round is beautiful, not a spot of rust on it, so I thought I could go ahead and replace the muffler. We took the Murano to a garage on Stop 13, whatever. <clears throat> we told him to change the oil, inspect the car, let's know about the muffler. We dropped it off and got a call from them two hours later. The guys at the garage said that this car is dangerous. We should not have it on the road. He said when they were trying to inspect the Murano, parts were just falling off in their hands. It would cost too much to fix. We went back to Auto Nerd to return the Murano and get our money back. Uh, somebody told my husband they couldn't give us a refund. We got very upset to say the least. And by then, we were talking to a few salesmen, or as I like to call them, slime. One of the idiots suggested that they could have the manager of the garage come and look at it. As Idiot 1 sent Idiot 2 to the garage, Idiot 1 then informed us the repairs would be at our expense. Uh, okay, so after ripping us off a couple of days ago, they wanted us to pay them more money to make it right. I don't think so. Plus, I wouldn't trust any kind of repairs done by them. I could also tell that they were enjoying us being upset. They were just sitting there very calmly talking as we were so upset i'm sure they enjoyed it probably the same way they enjoyed pulling the wings off of flies with their kids now that's that's ad hominem even still uh i checked into into taking them to small claims court but from what i read online there would be a waste of money on my time uh these slime balls already have the system figured out anyways they don't show up at court so i would win then it would be up to me to collect the debt what a great court system we have. We have a couple of friends that work on cars and they're going to look at it and see if they can make it drivable. I've never dealt with such horrible people in my life. No, the small claims court though, if you're found if you're found as judgment, you can then you can file a garnishment. Uh it's not a judgment. It's a default. Yeah, it's a default judgment. I, I we took people to small claims court. Oh yeah, yeah. With uh, with that yeah. One, yeah, okay. So um, I I don't know. It might be the amount. It might be the, it might be the amount that might be defaulted, or it might be looked at as a, a garnishment. Type. No, no. It says you 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 win, and then you can actually yeah. It all depends on, but then it depends how much money you want to spend. Right? Yeah, because it costs ninety dollars. I think it's like a hundred and ten dollars to file. Yeah, plus uh, time in court and all that other stuff. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like you know, if you evict somebody and and you know or whatever, so. As we can see, this is, uh, I would say, away from this place. Um, like I always say is go someplace where you can, if, if actually, I, used, I always try to buy cars off people that I know. Not know, but uh, like I know that sells cars. Aware, yeah. yeah, that way it'll make them feel bad if they, something happens. But, I mean, the biggest thing is is read. make sure you read the car. If they have a Carfax, make sure you read it. Or actually try to, I actually paid for my own Carfax. Just to make sure it was real. That's a good idea. Um, but I mean, the car business is is a lot different than it used to be. But um, but with people like you, you know, we ran in some financial situation in nine. We had to go to the buy here, pay here. Like we didn't have a choice, and it was just awful. God, it was awful. 
Yeah, so. it's, it's not it's not fun, and especially uh, uh, especially not when uh, you know you're you're uh, you're either building your credit, or you have bad credit. You know what I mean? Or you're trying to get a leg up to where you are, yeah, having to deal with these kinds of places, or is mm-hmm. essentially ine- it's, it's it's inevitable in one facet or another. Yeah, but I mean, this is this is like eighties, nine, eighties, seventy, eighties, ninety, or old car guys and stuff right there. Yeah, where there's like, what are you gonna do? You, you like, you got a loan because it's actually the, it's not a buy your pay here, though, right? Uh, no, no. So you're actually getting financing for it, right? Yes. So once you get financing, they could care less because, like, no, you own a car. We can do. We can do. Yeah. Like you, and unless there's also still the lemon law, but it all depends. But what happens is if you're if you're already it all depends if you're willing to spend money or if you have a buddy that's a lawyer yeah no it's uh and uh yeah no it, it's it's uh it's been much and like i said I, none, none of this was my experience i've expressed no opinions so um uh, all we did was read what is publicly available yeah it's a it's a it's the freedom of uh what's the the information act or whatever yeah freedom of information act I didn't. I didn't say anything towards the company whatsoever. I'm just. I. You just got to go through. That's why we help you have Yelp, and that's why we have all these other things. And you know, and um, you should always check out a place before you go. Yeah. I mean, you should. I mean, it's the same thing. Before you go to a restaurant, you always look it up, right? Absolutely. You know, and and things like that. But I don't know. That I kind of feel bad for them a little bit. Like, like not bad for them, but like. Because I know in my heart, like a lot of these are true. It's what they do is is it's a dog and pony show, and like the bike cars and the auction party, and they have their own garage on site, right? Uh, the they, they are partnered with a garage. Uh, yeah, and we don't know if those guys are certified to work there. You know, I mean, because you work at like in for example, all right. So if you work at like um, Fletcher's in Franklin, right? Like you to be on their new car side, you have to have certification to be a mechanic. Yeah, you do. I mean, and and that's because it's part of their five star dealership. If you want to be a five star, you have to do these certain things just to be able to say you're five star. Right, right. Right? And while these other places they don't, I mean, because if you have enough money, you can buy a bunch of cars, sell them as is, right? Yeah. And uh, but buying a car is always it's one of the hardest, but also one of the most brutal things you can do. No, it is. It's ridiculous. So, um, and I've had to go through it twice now in less than, uh, less than a span of three months. I, I mean, we had a bad, we had a bad thing happen, but it was a mechanic that didn't replace the engine. Right. And so, Ooh. yeah. Uh, but it was through a national chain too. It wasn't through wow. a secondary chain or it wasn't through like a shop. It was through, a, you know, through pet boys or whatever. And, right, right, and then, okay. so you're supposed to change both of something in the motor. They only change one. So that's what threw it. Ooh, and, oh okay uh, 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 uh motor mount yeah i think you're supposed to it's something like that i don't think it was the motor mounts on that one it was on a buick um regal and very nice car my wife had she's come back from delaware and something went wrong with the engine out there and so we got it replaced and then it ended up when they replaced the motor they didn't do it right right and so pet boy's like yeah we're just gonna give you a check for what your car is worth so that's where they got us. Like uh, it's not what you owe on your car; it's what the car is worth. worth. Yeah. And so I was, and I didn't go very well. I mean, I did, I do things in a very calm voice, but yeah. I, I mean, I just made them feel, you know, it is what it is. Because the you, wor- you also have a very dad voice. Well, the worst part is that person who was heinous. The check had nothing to do with what happened. Yeah. 
So, and she's sitting there and then, and I just, and I, I always say that I'm like, I know you had nothing to do with this, but it doesn't mean that you have to do it. Yeah. No, no, no. I, was, I, I told her, I was like, you have to go home and look at yourself in the mirror every night. So how does this make you feel handing us this check? Well, that's a good question. I was somebody. like, do you have kids? Like, like tell the story to your kids. And, and if you're going to, I mean, you're a role model, right? That's what I do. I don't raise my voice, yell or scream. I might get like tack them personally, but in a different way, <laughs> a little bit ad hominem. No, yeah, and uh, no, no. Because if you're willing to, if if that job is willing more worth more than your soul at times, then you deserve that. Because you could have said no if this is your decision. Because it wasn't her shop, right? And she didn't do it. It was out east, but she could have said no. Someone else needs to come hand him this check. This is wrong. I'm not doing it. And I've done that before. Where I've got trouble. Like I'm not doing this. Yeah. Like, if you want this done, you come do this. Yeah. No, I've, I've, I've gotten in trouble for that, yeah. Because I, I'm like, I, if I'm like, I don't agree with this, this is wrong, you need to do what's right. No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, uh, I've also believed in company the other way because I'm like, why are we doing this for them? Like, like they yeah, did this. Yeah. Like, they caused this, and and you're acting like I'm at fault for this. Yeah. It's, so it's you're not much. standing behind me in, in the right thing to do. So I see both sides of it, but... I don't know. Well, go ahead. It's the favorite time of the program. Um, so what I, what I did for this is I pre-recorded all my social media. So I just got to clip it on the end. <laughs> Instead of having to go through and read all of it. Uh, so you outsmarted, uh, you outsmarted your former co-host. Well, I just had more time on my hands. <laughs> so, but no, go who tell them where to find your show. Tell them where to find you on social media. Um, you can go through the back catalogs cause this will be re- released on the actual, um, um it'll be like season three one it'll be season one of this but if you go back to the original seasons you can go through Spudcast. you can find him on there uh you can find him on movie review so i know he's been on a couple platforms uh, other shows that we had so yeah but go ahead and it's time for yourself to plug yourself out here bud uh i am uh i do run a video game movie music podcast anything anything with entertainment we we, we give a lot of opinions out uh and it's and it's funny because we have three generations of people on it like we have me we have my two younger brothers and my youngest brother being uh, 24 or 25 i don't know he's in his 20s uh so that's vt network uh you can search uh on uh spotify anchor stitcher all those places vt network uh if you want to find us on on social media on twitter it's is it on google play it is yes is it are you sure i am absolutely positive because hmm. uh, we use the same hosting site and then i've noticed that some of us have dropped off google nope mine's still on there so but i, I also had to send an email oh maybe that's not what i maybe that's what i didn't do no yeah. we did we sent three of them so no, I guess I got lucky, uh, but uh, on Twitter it's VT Network Two, uh, the numeric. Uh, on Facebook, you can also find us at facebook.com forward slash VT Network Two. Uh, our emails, uh, if you ever want to get a hold of us, yell at us, call us names, uh, VT Network eighty four at gmail dot com. Uh, but yeah, drop by, say hello. Um, we're big fans of everybody that we uh, that we follow. We talk a lot. And uh, we 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 generally have a good time, and there's usually a shouting match at least once a, once a show. It's highly entertaining. It it really is sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, is I appreciate you coming in. Um, it's always good to see you. 
I think when people listen to this and see the whole other thing of you, they're going to be like, BJ, how'd you do this? I'm like, it's because I'm BJ. It's because you're BJ. So I appreciate it. Uh, seeing you as always. Uh, you know where to find us at. Uh, social media will be playing right after this. As always, I appreciate you joining us. See you next week. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, the email is the BJ Robbins Project at gmail.com. Facebook is BJ Robbins. Twitter is at the BJ Robbins. Instagram is BJ underscore Robbins. And Snapchat is the BJ Robbins. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to one of those platforms so we can make that happen. Thank you.